0: This is The Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of the hosts or guests and not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, LLC. There's no such thing as no maintenance when it comes to your home. That's why we bring you The Fix-It Show from 7 to 9 every Saturday. Get your questions ready for our expert home inspector, David Nason from Best Inspections. Here he is with his co-host, Dayton Kane. It's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ.
1: Indeed it is, sponsored by Siding Unlimited and J&B Construction, hour number two. And we are joined by Larry Berg from Chimney Concepts. Good morning, Larry.
2: Good morning, guys. How's it going today? Good, Good. how are you? Good
3: Good morning, Larry.
1: So uh, morning. right off the bat, you've been on the show a couple times now, but refresh everybody on what you guys do, where you're located.
3: Yeah, we
2: are a uh, full-service chimney and fireplace company uh, doing repairs, maintenance, uh, and then we also have a uh, fireplace retail store um, offering grills, fireplaces, uh, fire features, uh, you name it, anything that has to do with fire inside there.
1: Interesting thing you said there, you said chimney and fireplaces. These are right. two separate things, right? The fireplace leads into the chimney. So um, when people are looking at it, it's a it's a whole system that works together, but two separate parts that you're looking at as you're looking at stuff.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there's also quite a few chimneys out there that don't have fireplaces. So um, yeah. yeah, they can definitely, definitely two two separate things.
3: Yeah, sure. people ask me all the time when I'm doing a home inspection they they're like I see a chimney on the roof but I didn't see a fireplace in the house. Well right. that that chimney was probably to vent the furnace and the water heater. It's not a chimney. Right. Not a not a fireplace exactly. chimney. Yeah. Right, exactly.
1: So, a lot of different parts to it I learned because I had Tiernan come out to my house. Uh he's with you guys and he looked at our our system both the fireplace and the chimney, and there's a lot going on in there, and I learned a lot of stuff. So we're going to talk through that this hour. Of course, we'll take calls from people if they have questions. The old National Bank talking text line is 855-616-1620. My question to you now, we're supposed to get four to six inches of snow today. Can you guys still work in that type of weather?
2: We do still work. It uh, it definitely slows things down, that's for sure. I mean, um, you know, the the roofs... uh, Get covered, and um, you know, depending on the type of snow, really, it's uh, you know, it can either be really slick up there or um, can actually give you a little bit more footing. But um, you know, we do have equipment to get up on the roofs, and we are still running, um, it just may take a little bit longer.
1: Sure, sure. And for uh, quote purposes, you could probably be out there, but like if a chimney needs to be torn down and put back up, that's probably more of a spring thing, or can you do that in the winter?
2: Uh, we also do that in the winter. Oh. So, uh, for example, uh, the last, last week we had uh, two chimneys on a house. Uh, both of them were uh, enclosed in, um, in an enclosure, and uh, we ran heat inside. So mm-hmm. our guys were, were actually working in, in T-shirts.
3: Sure. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's done fairly but, uh, frequently. Masonry contractors, they'll tent a small area or a chimney like that. And then they, and they carefully, very safely run heat into it.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it's, uh, you know, it depends on the, on the situation, you know, a a small chimney that sits in the middle of the house may not be a good candidate for doing that, but, um, you know, a bigger project on the outside of the house may be, it's just, it gives you a little bit, a little bit easier to to tent an area when it's up against a, a different structure. Sure. Sure. Like the house.
1: All right, Larry, on with us all this hour. So if you have any questions about your chimney or your fireplace, call us on the Old National Bank talking text line at 855-616-1620. You can find them and start looking into it during this break at chimneyconcepts.com. It is the Fix-It Show on WTMJ.
0: Jim, chimney, Chim, chimney, Chim, David Nason and Dayton K. It's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Awesome,
2: Isaac.
1: Larry Berg from Chimney Concepts on with us. That was very appropriate, I guess. Do your guys dance on the roof like they did in the movie?
2: I love I love yeah. <laughs> that. No, t- they're not going to be doing any dancing.
1: Okay, good, good. They're being safe while they do their job. I like that. All right. Uh, Old National Bank talking text line 855-616-1620. We do have a couple of texts already here for you, Larry, so let's get into those. It says, I have a fireplace and need a custom heat grate blower and glass. Do you guys do that?
2: Yes. So, you can add a heat grate to an existing fireplace. Um, However, uh, they are not tested for prefabricated fireplaces. So, if you have a masonry, mason-built fireplace, yes, you can do a heat grate inside of it. Uh, If it is a uh, prefabricated fireplace made in a factory, meaning it has, um, you know, say maybe a metal metal pipe for a chimney on the inside, and it has brick-looking panels on the inside uh, instead of real brick. These heat grates cannot go into those types of fireplaces because they have been they have been UL listed and and tested in a factory for certain burning conditions. Not adding something to it. Okay. Uh, and as far as the glass doors, yes, glass doors can be added to it, uh, to a heat grate, and they can actually have custom cutouts in the bottom where uh, it allows the air into the heat grate and the air out of the heat grate.
1: Awesome. But and you guys do that? for
2: masonry fireplaces.
1: And uh, chimneyconcepts.com has information if you're looking there. You guys have uh, phone operators? Can we call?
2: Yes, you can. Uh we're at uh, the... the store, which is called the Fire Factory, is open today, 10 to 2. Okay. Uh, that's two six two three
1: seven seven right. Another text here uh, says, planning to get a wood stove with heat shield. Wisconsin Code said there still needs to be additional wall protection. Uh, the wall is covered by drywall. Please discuss the types of materials, and does your company do this?
2: Yeah, so... This is a. Uh, this question um, is obviously going to depend on the type of wood stove that you have. Mm-hmm. So, um, somebody that may have an older stove uh, is going to, which older stoves were not UL listed, so they that they're automatically thrown into a category where you're going to require extra clearances. Um, because they haven't been tested, usually the, the clearances are very, very big, and you're going to have to keep it away from walls. Um, in there, There's quite a few different ways that you can put a shield on the wall to reduce that clearance. Um, otherwise, it's, it's 36 inches all the way around the stove. But if you mm-hmm. want to reduce those clearances to drywall, uh, there are you can do a layer of brick with an airspace behind it. um, But you're going to have to have air flowing under that, that brick uh, to keep, keep the air flowing. Uh, You can do a piece of, uh, I believe it's 24 gauge sheet metal with spacers. Uh, However, um, you know, these are, this is regards to unlisted stoves. Mm -hmm. So, Really, you want to look at that stove, see if it has a tag on the back, and then follow those clearances. Uh, they will also, in their manual, tell you what it would be appropriate.
3: Right, but the listed there's, ones aren't you know, 36 inches. The listed ones are much, no, much smaller. Because that's like that's smaller. right out in the middle of your room, almost three feet away from the wall. <laughs> exactly. All right, Larry <laughs> yeah, Berg. So from oh, go many ahead. different ways to do that.
1: Okay. Yeah. And you guys do that work?
2: We do. We, okay. you know, So most of our, a lot of times, you, if you have a stove that requires that much clearance, uh, you're much better off going to a newer stove, uh, which we have on display in the showroom.
1: Okay. Larry Berg, Chimney Concepts, on with us this hour. 855-616-1620 is the old National Bank talking text line. If you have questions, get them in. It is The Fix-It Show on WTMJ.
0: The Fix-It Show with Dayton Kane and David Nason on WTMJ. Good morning to you.
1: Be ready for some snow, four to six inches expected, and uh, we are going to be a high of 25 today. My name's Dayton, David here, and on with us this hour, Larry Berg from Chimney Concepts. You can get a hold of us at 855-616-1620 if you have questions. Uh, you can listen on our app. You can listen at WTMJ.com. I'm assuming that's one of the two things Jerry in North Carolina is doing this morning. Good morning, Jerry. What's your question?
4: Well, good morning. Mr. Larry, there sounds so knowledgeable about fireplaces, and he keeps talking about something called a prefab. So, how do I tell the difference if I have a masonry, like he talks about, or a prefab? Can Mr. Larry share that with me, sir?
2: So, yeah, the uh, the difference between a prefab and a masonry fireplace would be prefabricated. What we say is is a uh, fabricated into in a factory so they're starting off with sheet metal uh, they are screwing these pieces together welding these pieces together it just depends on how they do it in that, for that particular brand um, and then they will install they'll use on, on the interior of that fireplace they may use panels of a concrete based panel on the in, inside of the, the fireplace as opposed to real brick. Uh, Going up the chimney, you'll typically have steel pipes or stainless steel pipes um, that connect to each other going up the chimney. Uh, And then on wrapping that pipe, uh, you will have whatever veneer choice. A lot of times you'll have siding on the outside of the house, on the outside of the chimney, Um, or brick stone whatever they choose to, to install mm-hmm. uh, masonry is is going to be built by a
3: mason right and you'll usually use you, well sometimes it's part of the foundation but otherwise you usually see the masonry foundation part in the basement sometimes it sticks out into the basement but if it's on the outside of the yeah. house it's a lot of times going to be part of the foundation wall exactly yeah
4: does that help jerry that helps tremendously. Mr. Larry sounds like a very educated man that just went through significant training. So, hey, I'm glad
0: he's sharing his knowledge with the world.
1: Oh, we thank you for calling in, and thanks for listening, Jerry. All right, 855-616-1620, the old National Bank talking text line. We do have another text here that says, uh, when is it wise to use heat shield versus vent pipe? I don't know what that means. Do you know what that means, Larry? Um, is that in the chimney, maybe?
2: Well, there, there is a product called Heat Shields that is a um, refractory mortar that can repair the inside of a chimney. Um, and vent pipe, I, it's possible that they're speaking about a chimney liner which would be stainless steel, which is the other option of, of repairing the inside of your chimney. Okay. Um, anytime that someone can, I would suggest using a stainless steel liner. Uh, what the stainless steel liner does is it makes sure that your, the interior of, of your chimney is actually better than what it was. Uh, there's, there's so many things that we can't see, uh, when we are, you know, if we're repairing the inside of a chimney and we, we, uh, have two options of a heat shield or a liner. Um, when we do a liner, we actually are removing the inside of that chimney. So we're removing usually clay flue tiles. Um, and when we remove those, um, a lot of times you'll see things that shouldn't be in there. Um, you'll see that maybe the flutiles themselves weren't supported properly, that there's um, a lot of space around them um, and maybe possibly combustibles. There's, there's, so doing a stainless steel liner, you are able to make sure that everything is good inside because once that's installed, it, it gets insulated and the clearances to combustibles change. Um, they become much better. Uh, if you were to do a heat shield, you're basically coating the inside of the chimney and assuming that everything beyond those flue tiles is good.
3: And, and the only way to see those deficiencies and combustibles and all that stuff in your flue, in a masonry flue, is to do a level two inspection, right?
2: Well, that's uh, it's possibly going to even turn into a level three, three. Wow. Uh, where you have to remove something to see these things. Because mm-hmm. a level two is simply looking, you know, inside of that that flue with,
3: with, the, the, with camera. the camera. Right.
2: We can't see past that. So a lot of the issues that we see when we take things uh, that we see with chimneys are when we take things apart. Okay. Um. It, you know. So. Um A stainless steel liner is a way to make sure that uh, you're, you're you're gonna have the utmost level of, of, of safety. A heat shield is assuming that everything is built properly inside that chimney. Perfect. makes uh, sense, okay.
1: Old National Bank talking text line 855-616-1620. That voice you're hearing is Larry Berg from Chimney Concepts. Another half hour with him coming up, so get your questions in. We'd love to hear from you. Now we go to the WTMJ Breaking News Center with Wyatt Barmore-Pooley. Good morning, Wyatt.
0: WTMJ's The Fix-It Show with David Nason and Dayton Kane. Good morning, 835. We do have Larry Berg
1: from Chimney Concepts on with us this hour. The old National Bank talking text line is 855-616-1620. And Larry, you are a popular guy. We have a bunch of text line up here, so we're going to run through and get some of these answered for people. It says, I'm planning to convert my natural fireplace to gas. Can you explain my options in the process?
2: Yeah, so uh, converting from wood to gas Is very popular. Uh, What you're going to need to do is decide whether you want uh, some efficiency out of this new new gas appliance or not. Um, One option would be gas logs, which we typically are going to, first we're going to do your inspection. Uh, We're going to make sure that everything is good, and we are going to um, simply take that grate out, Uh, and put a new grate in that has um, concrete-based logs that sit on top of it, and you're going to have a burner going through it. Your fireplace is going to remain the same way as it was. So an open fireplace, you could do new glass doors if you like, uh, but your efficiency basically is not going to change because you are keeping that fireplace open. Um, the second option would be a, what's called a gas insert. And it's basically a uh, smaller you know, fireplace, direct vent fireplace that has a sealed front on it. It goes into the opening. And then there is a metal piece that typically goes around the outside to cover the space that the insert did not cover. Uh, you can you can choose many different uh, items on the front of that insert to have it look however you want it to look. Um, one of our most popular gas gas inserts is Mendota, uh, and they have a lot of different finish options, uh, log options, interior options. Um, but you are you know you're going to be probably at least double the cost of a gas
3: log set. And and Larry, what? kind of similar, but not quite the same, but what is your opinion of a gas starter? I see those every once in a while in a fireplace, sometimes in a masonry fireplace, sometimes in a prefabricated one. Yeah. Uh, what... yeah
2: so, I mean, gas, gas starters are great. I mean, it's, okay. uh, it eliminates your kindling um, as long as you know that you have a gas starter and not yeah. a gas log set. Right. Because uh, we, we have seen people use those as, uh, you know, thinking that they have a a gas burner right. and put fake logs around them, but they are for starting your wood fire,
3: right? And are are they allowed in Wisconsin? Because among home inspectors, there's <clears throat> discussion sometimes about whether or not they're safe and then they're allowed in Wisconsin.
2: Yeah, so they are they are allowed in Wisconsin. Um, the The issue is uh, is going to be the way that they are lit, and that's going to be you know the the controversy of. Mm-hmm having a manual valve um, with as long as that's within six feet of the fireplace uh, you're okay but it's you know it's you could have a valve fail where there's no safety uh, precautions built into that mm-hmm. so um, you know making sure that your damper is actually open um Anytime you have a gas appliance in yeah. there is pretty important, so that if there were a gas leak, if that valve failed, um, you can allow gas to escape up the flue.
3: Right, and, and and there are some types of gas log sets where you have to light them, right? So, I mean, yeah,
2: so you can you can choose to have a a valve. So the mm-hmm. way we start off is we have uh, your fireplace opening size. We choose the log size then we ask you how you want to light it. So that could be a manual valve where you're reaching in and then lighting it with a lighter. It could be a safety pilot valve where you have a pilot running. Uh, Then it could also be a remote control with a pilot light.
1: We actually have a question on that. It says, uh, hello, is it better to keep the pilot light burning while the fireplace is not in use, like maybe over summer, or would it cause more wear and tear on the burner parts?
2: We actually... Uh, recommend running these pilots all the time and never turning them off. Um, you are looking at, you know, maybe a couple bucks in in uh, uh, gas gas charges. However, we've seen a lot more issues because people turn them off. So what happens is, is spiders, bugs, they're attracted to that smell of the, the gas, and they cause problems inside that pilot by building nests. Hmm. So um, running them, we recommend leaving them on. Yeah. Now, if you're if you're going out of town, maybe it's a better idea to just turn it off. Uh, you know, you don't want to have the risk of possibly something falling into the fireplace. Uh, but when they go out, if it's a safety pilot light, it does shut the gas off. That's one of the biggest things people call about that they're, they're worried that when their pilot light goes off, that they will continue to have gas coming through, and that is not true.
3: Yeah, and I've heard that. Sometimes just leaving that that pilot light lit, you get a little bit of combustion gas exhausting through the the, the chimney or the flue. That's going to keep animals from coming in the flue. They don't like that the combustion gas. Yeah, that could be Exhaust. true as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Old
1: mm-hmm. National Bank talking text line 855-616-1620. Uh, says here, a neighbor has a pellet stove insert into his fireplace that the chimney goes to the outside sidewall of the house. There's a black soot on the siding and <laughs> eaves. Another neighbor went and spoke to him about it, but he said he's okay with it. Are there codes for installation or of equipment of this type?
2: Yeah, so the, the, the pipe itself needs to be, I, I believe, a minimum of, 12 inches away from the building. Um, and that is, you know, that that's going to be a recommendation based on, uh, you know, to keep, to keep black, to smoke off of your house. Uh, but it's also going to be for combustibles. Um, yeah. You know, I have a pellet stove as well, and I, I end up with a little bit of black on, on my house too, but it's, it's all wind direction usually. Uh, but yeah, if it's not, if it's not, far enough out and and you uh just have a we have a cap on ours where it's directional so i will tilt it a certain way um you know based on prevailing winds to keep that from happening
1: okay larry berg from chimney concepts on with us you can find them at ChimneyConcepts.com. more with him coming up next get your calls in 855-616-1620 it's the fix it show on wtmj
0: More of your questions next. It's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ.
1: It is Dayton and David here. It's going to actually feel like January finally. Snow coming in four to six inches expected today A winter storm warning coming into place around noon today. So be ready for that. The old National Bank talking text line is 855-616-1620. And on with us this hour is Larry Berg from Chimney Concepts uh, answering your questions. But before we get to more of these texts, Larry, remind everybody again what you guys all do and where you're located.
2: Yeah, so we have a chimney and fireplace service and repair, and then a fireplace retail store. And we are located in Port Washington, uh, just a couple miles, a uh, couple minutes east of 43, uh, right on 33. And what
1: coverage area do you guys service?
2: Uh, we take care of Milwaukee County, Ozaukee County, Washington, Waukesha, and um, Washington. Chamounian.
1: Quite a bit of the area. So if you're listening to this, you probably could call them up and check well, them out at chimneyconcepts.com. What about our buddy in North Carolina? Well, if you're on the app in a okay. different state, <laughs> probably not. Okay, well, just smart
2: clarifying
3: alec. your comment. Yeah, well, it, you right. it is
2: warm there, so yeah, if you well, want to have me, have me down there and <laughs> yeah. put me up somewhere.
3: What's the trip charge for that, yeah.
2: Gary? <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, uh, Question two. Just warm here. weather, that's it. Ha- have a masonry fireplace built in 1958. Are there options or ways to Draft it from exterior of home.
3: That seems a hmm. lot. Other than a masonry no. chimney,
1: <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. So
2: no, you would not uh, uh, natural fireplace to uh, turn it horizontal. No. Right. Um, that would be direct vent gas fireplace, which can go horizontal. Pellet pellet can go horizontal, uh, but not wood burning.
1: All right, 855-616-1620, the old National Bank talking text line. Uh, this is kind of more of a general question, but maybe there is something we should be doing with our fireplaces as well. It says we're going to be gone for two weeks in February. What should we prepare on our house? Like set the lower temperature, obviously. Have It says have water trickle from the basement faucet. So they're saying clear the pipes? Is that what they're talking about?
3: Well, just having a run. So um, I was actually answering that in the text, but, yeah, I'll, but- I'll, go, I'll get into it. Uh, Basically, I always recommend you turn your water off when you're leaving for more than a weekend. Uh, there's no, well, you really don't want to turn the heat down, in my opinion, below 55. Because they get, could start to freeze? Yeah, pretty quickly. If the heat goes off for a little bit, you're going to lose heat for a long You really don't need to run water unless as long as the heat's on. Yeah. Sometimes if something's getting cold or something, or if you're worried about something freezing, then you would run water to keep the pipe water flowing. Okay. So,
1: How about the fireplace? Anything we need to do with that when we leave? Um,
2: not necessarily. You know, a masonry, wood-burning fireplace, not much. Close the doors, close your damper. Uh, gas fireplaces, like I said, maybe you want to turn that pilot light off. Um, other than that, that's it. Okay. Uh, keep things, you know, away from it. Anything that could possibly fall on it if it's a gas fireplace, maybe it accidentally turns on. Um, that's it. Okay. Uh, next
1: question my gas logs have black soot on them is there a way to clean them?
2: Yeah so we do have a uh, carbon remover that you can spray on those logs while they're burning so you want to get it hot and um, spray the um, spray this product on it it's uh, the product we use is called ACS um, and um, carbon and I believe it's called carbon and soot remover uh, most like most likely find it online. Uh, otherwise, we do have it in the store as well. And uh, other than that, go ahead and take a uh, uh, little paintbrush. You can also brush it off. Um, other than that, uh, if you haven't had a maintenance done in a long time, uh, it would be a good idea to get that done as well.
3: Because that's, that's generally an indication of incomplete combustion, right? Correct. Yeah. Um, however,
2: with gas logs, the, the way the flame impinges yeah. on the logs themselves, you're mm-hmm. going to have that happen. It immediately cools the flame down. So uh, typically with gas logs, you're going to see it.
3: Yeah. You're going to see it. So this stuff that you're talking about spraying it on, you, you spray it on while the fire is burning? Yeah, while it's burning or while it's hot. So it's so, not. Uh, it's, we, it's not a flammable product. No, it's not. And does no, it does it basically evaporate, or kind of do, you, know, you don't have all this soot kind of then running down into your fireplace, or do you?
2: No, you see it actually. It almost like it curls up. Oh, the carbon deposits kind of curl up and float up
3: hmm. and go up your flue. So it basically, yep. I don't know what the word, what the word would be. It kind of it removes it, turns it into a. a this like soot or carbon or something and it look almost like what you'd see if you're in a fire pit sometimes you see the ash float up in the up in yeah. the sky you
2: know in a way yeah and it also may just fall you know fall down okay. so right uh, but uh does a pretty good job is you just want to keep it don't spray it all over the place because mm. we do see it kind of stain like the the walls yeah you don't want to see that so. interesting
1: Larry from Chimney Concepts, one final segment coming up. The old National Bank talking tax line is 855-616-1620. Thanks for listening to The Fix-It Show this morning on WTMJ.
0: WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios. This is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. Need advice? Call 855-616-1620. Our expert home inspector is here to help. It's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ.
1: It is indeed sponsored by Siding Unlimited and J&B Construction. And on with us this hour for one final segment, Larry Bird from Chimney Concepts. Uh, Larry, been a pleasure. Lots of people with lots of questions. I don't think we're going to get to them all, but let's go to Brad in Fox Point. Good morning, Brad. What's your question?
4: Good morning, fellas. Thanks for having me on your show. Uh, so, Larry, I have um, a mid-century modern home with a nice big, large uh, masonry fireplace uh, we installed uh, triple pane, like say, Pella windows in the last uh, six, seven years, and it's really tightened our house up. Uh, now my fireplace doesn't draft, so I have to open up a, a sliding door or a window pretty well to pull in outside air to uh, draft the fireplace. I didn't know if there were any options to, you know, somehow run a some sort of pipe or whatever from the outside to help me uh, draft that so I don't have to open these windows or doors.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, you can definitely do that um, depending on... I assume that this fireplace is in the middle of the house, though. Is that right?
4: Uh, it is it's, It is a standalone, you're right, but it is about, I don't know, maybe three feet off an exterior wall, and it's got a, a large, you might imagine, mantle that, um, uh, frankly, you know, would hide anything that would go to the outside. But, yeah, it's one of these land, older land and stone homes.
2: Okay, so yeah I, I mean if your basement how's the basement access is there access to get air from the outside into the bottom area there
4: and then up? yeah exactly what's happening like just interject what's happening also which is not good is we now have a um a um i guess what would you say no longer used uh uh chimney next next to the fireplace chimney that used to um you know support the furnace and the uh, hot water heater mm-hmm. Uh, what's happening now is it actually pulls uh, smoke down that into our basement and our basement starts to fill smoke, oh, if that makes sense to you. So okay. then there's large ash boxes
2: under there that, yeah, you know, that I cleaned out at one point in my life. So Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I would say that the first thing that you need to do is um, contact a uh, HVAC company to correct the issue of the air in your home. Um and start there i I mean there's it's possible that we could get air to the fireplace however uh sounds like you have a little bit of a, a bigger issue um with with the makeup air not getting into your home so um and then secondarily um we do an inspection make sure that your fireplace opening is correct compared to the um the flu on the inside as far as ratio goes, uh making sure that the height's proper, making sure that your the two flues up on top are staggered so we don't get the smoke back down. Um so I would you know, there's a few things that we need to, to start with, but we'd be happy to come out and take a look.
1: ChimneyConcepts.com. Uh, Brad, thanks for that. We do have to end the show there. Oh, man, I think I just cut Larry off. You can find them at ChimneyConcepts.com. Uh, you can also give them a call. They are open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. and Saturday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at 262-377-377. Fifty-eight eleven. Larry, thank you for being on the show. Always good. Always lots of questions right. for him when he's here. David, we will see you next week. Next week, week. Colleen back. Allsberg coming in for Rose Gray next on the Fox World Travel Show. After we check into the WTMJ breaking newsroom.
0: This has been the Fix It Show on WTMJ. Advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of the hosts or guests, and not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee LLC.